0: Hi, this is Tanya Domi. Welcome to the Thought Project, recorded at the Graduate Center of the City University of New York, fostering groundbreaking research and scholarship in the arts, social sciences, and sciences. In this space, we talk with faculty and doctoral students about the big thinking and big ideas generating cutting-edge research, informing New Yorkers and the world. Frank Hinsker is the executive director of the Martin E. Siegel Theater Center at the Graduate Center, City University of New York. Frank came to the Graduate Center in 2001 as program director for the Siegel Theater Center and was appointed to the Central Doctoral Faculty in Theater in 2009. Among the vital events and series he has founded at the Siegel Center are the World Theater Performance Series, the annual Fall Prelude Festival, and the Pin World Voices Playwright Series. Before coming to the Graduate Center, Hinsker founded and directed Diskers, the largest European student theater festival existing today. Frank also teaches theater history at Columbia University and is currently working on a book about Robert Wilson's play text. Welcome, Frank, to the Thought Project podcast.
1: Well, thank you for having me, Tanya. It was fantastic. Thank you so much and congratulations on all the podcasts you already produced.
0: Thank you very much. It's really special to have you here, Frank, because you are one of my favorite people at the Graduate Center and The work you do at the Martin Siegel Theater is pretty phenomenal. So this is a very timely moment to host you here, given that during this week is the annual Pin World Voices International Play Festival featuring playwrights from around the world, which the Siegel Theater has done since 2006. You often refer to the Siegel Theater as the United Nations of Theater Off-Broadway in New York City. Can you provide our listeners with background about the Siegel Theater that speaks to its strong international reputation?
1: Well, um, thank you first for your kind and uh, generous words and coming from you, um, it really means a lot to me. And um, yes, we at the Siegel Center uh, uh, do bridge academia and professional theater, but also American and international um, theater. Um, the town of New York, of course, uh, is as diverse uh, as it gets on planet Earth, and I think the town also has found solutions that perhaps are ahead of uh, many other uh, towns. Even if you compare it to Berlin or Paris or Rome or mm, perhaps you know Delhi or mm, Singapore, I think New York is doing a, a great, great job. Um, I think I read 150 or 200 languages are spoken, and uh, people come here to study to work. Uh, Everywhere. But still, if you look on to New York stages, you might think it's just an American audience or British audiences because the plays uh, often do center, you know, about American families, often problems also of white people, often white young men sometimes. But uh, um, and uh, and there are not enough stories on the stage that um, speak to uh, the re- experiences of different realities in the same um, place, and um, of course there are many reasons for it, and it takes a while and uh, to 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 develop uh, such work. But we at the Seagull um, feel that uh, that moment. I think it was two or three years ago when New York City, the majority of New York City, is no longer white. You know, the majority of the citizens living in New York or the people are you know, from all kinds of uh, 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 races and places, and those stories are not represented. And so what you mentioned, the uh, Pen World Voices Festival, which we are part of, was created by um, Paul Oston, and Salman Rushdie uh, when the first Bush government uh, came into uh, power because they felt very strongly, we do not hear enough voices from around the world. 95% up to 96% of all books published here in the US are from American writers or British writers. The rest, four or 5%, half of them are French or German because they have strong support from the government. So you will have two books, one or two books um, from the other 180 or 200 countries. It would be unimaginable for a musician not to listen to music from all around the world. Any serious musician loves and gets inspired by uh, music they listen to and uh, refer to it, produce locally, of course, but sing and listen globally, and I hope our uh, contribution at the Siegel Center is towards an openness and the mission of the city of New York, but also the practice, what CUNY does so great that it really is the place where um, um, uh, all classes, all kinds of backgrounds, ethnic, continental backgrounds uh, uh, meet, and I hope uh, that um, we make a contribution towards uh, progressive uh, justice and freedom and uh, to understanding in the world.
0: So that's pretty amazing and uh, thrilling when when I hear you talk about it because it is true. It's one of the reasons we live in this wonderful city uh, where people are from all over the world and one in three are an immigrant or the child of an immigrant. um, And we... We are confronted with people who have fled here from war and oppression, and they're here because New York is this beacon of freedom and creativity. Um, Isn't the Pin World Voices uh, International Play Festival an effort, too, to showcase uh, playwrights and plays that, could be in some jeopardy of oppression from uh, the, these the homes from where these people emanate from. Um, I know that you're featuring a play by YU Chia this week this week on the twenty first, and um, there is a play playwright featured from Syria and Burkina Faso. Uh, these are places that have really endured terrible events. Can you talk about that in terms of how you, you know, you put it in beautiful context, but just more, more to the point about the purpose of this festival?
1: Yeah, I think uh, um, to to understand reality or philosophy in a way of perception of the human mind, you know, it is it is not easy to communicate. Um, our experiences. You know, you look, I'm a father. I think I myself was a dry child. I know people who had children. You see movies about children. But when you have children yourself, all of a sudden, it's a little bit different reality you live in, and nothing really uh, c- can help you to prepare you for that. But I think um, poems, uh, novels, films, and especially theater, uh, is a moment uh, in time where you sit down, you relax, you kind of are uh, seduced by the hypnosis of a dark room and people pretending to be somebody else and telling you stories. Often they are d- people who are no longer alive. They're like ghosting on stage, and you spend some time with um, families from uh, Japan or from uh, from uh, North Korea who escaped to South Korea, people from Burkina Faso. Who, where the father is leaving uh, the family because he married a fifth wife, which we we just had yesterday. The story of Susie Stork, which we also had yesterday, of a young woman who worked in a poultry farm, and she is under pressure to marry, to have children. When she doesn't know what to do, she feels she can't get out. Um, So I think um, stories, theater, and uh, 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 performances are a fantastic way to uh, what Buddhists might say is a, a joyful participation in the sufferings of the world. and the places you mentioned, Burkina Faso or Syria or others, are really places where writers are in danger or well, their lives is in danger in Egypt. the wrong sentence could actually get you into prison or you can lose your life. It's not what we think of uh, experimental theater or avant-garde where we say the are formal experiments with stage in words and abstractions no. Experimental theatre in these countries means that you say something that would uh, uh, really endanger you or your relatives, and the freedom of speech is not um, not not there. So we feel even more. Um, more uh, the responsibility to be a place where that stories can uh, can be told. The Taiwanese playwright you mentioned, you know, the LGBT questions in, in, in Asian countries, they're still developing as they have been developing in Europe and in, in America for over decades till now. I think we are in a better place, not in a perfect one. But they are still uh, wrestling with these questions and um, to know there is a place uh in America, in New York, at the City University, at the Siegel Theater, where people are interested to listen to their stories. Also select good quality plays, great artistic writing that is of um, importance. This um, festival with 10 writers from the world is the most significant, uh, we think, uh, gathering, actually, of international Playwrights uh, in all the Americas. Nobody does what we do to invite them, provide for housing, have full reading with professional actors and directors, and uh, give a, 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 a space uh, for plays who which most probably never or very rarely will have a chance to be produced. Some of our plays we did here actually got produced because of these readings. And very, very often, it is also the first time these writers come to America and uh, experience a reality, but There's so many also uh, things people think about America, they're also not true in all parts of the world. So we try, ex- we encourage them stay a little bit longer, walk the streets, talk to people, you learn something about America, but maybe they learn something about your country. And um, great uh, 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 writers have here, their, had their very um, first reading last night. We also had a reading of Elfriede the uh, Austrian Nobel Prize uh, writer who. Uh, wrote a play about Trump the very first uh, uh, serious writer heavyweight champion writer uh, in the world who engaged with him and we actually did the uh, world uh, premiere before it opened in a big theater in London uh, no in uh, in Hamburg and she wanted to have a place in New York where well, it would be read the very very first time and other theaters weren't fast enough or didn't think it was so insignificant so we were asked by her and her translator and it's a big honor for us that we are a place where that's discussions and questions where we are and also p- reflecting on us and not just uh, pointing fingers, but to uh, uh, learn more um, about ourselves through these stories. And uh, um, and I think it's a, a, a place that is connected very closely, I think also to the mission of CUNY and uh, the university where if I understand right, it always is also to have an ongoing dialogue with New Yorkers about philosophy, music, art, theater, invite people from the streets from the houses to come and say no it's not just come and pay money a lot and see a show and then go home you're just an audience member as often they're just voters 't so, no we want you as people to come participate discuss we have always a discussion after every reading the dramaturg will be there or the playwright or the translator or the director say what does it mean uh, what does it uh, what's the meaning of what we just saw
0: so a lot of people don't even know that you're doing all this work here at the Siegel Theater and it's free, it's open to the public. Um, What a great service, again, through the theater at CUNY to make this available. So not only are you bringing these people here to read and you're also staging their plays, many people who are in danger, but you're also publishing these. Uh, You have a digital collection of playwrights, from around the world that it's available through open access and you're a big publisher you have a, you have three journals including the arab stages the european stages the journal also the journal of american drama and theater and you're publishing books as well frank so tell tell the audience about this effort and how how you came to understand the importance
1: of this Um, Of course uh, we are at an academic institutions that uh, value so very highly the written word, um, edited content, content that actually is close to the truth, that really engages in uh, a critical dialogue and a good dialogue and um, one of the contributions we make um, to the scene is to have those plays which really we have a hard time to find an audience but of real interest to working artists or researchers or theater students around uh, the America, but also around the world, that they have access to plays from Romania, the Czech Republic, from uh, Barcelona, Mm. from uh, Lebanon, from uh, Tunisia, and uh, the list goes on and on and on. We are one of the very few independent publishers that continue to publish uh, such plays. We uh, are the foremost publisher of Arab plays in English translations in the world.
0: Yes, I want to talk about that mm-hmm. just
1: really quickly.
0: Uh, I don't think a lot of people even know this, and not only are you one of the top collectors and publishers of plays from the Middle East, but now you have this new partnership with American University in Beirut, focusing around theater, uh, and you're going to be working with them to help them develop their own theater program. That's an amazing, amazing foothold, uh, university to university in the heart of the Middle East. Uh, can you talk about that too? I mean, it's very, very exciting, that collaboration, I think.
1: Yeah, I, we were always uh, friendly with our colleagues from the American uh, University in Beirut. We um, published actually a, a Syrian writer, Walad Sanous, who, um, was uh, translated uh, by a uh, faculty member, Robert Myers and uh, others. We staged it here with Sahar Asaf, uh, the, the director, and had an intern for over a year, which I took on from the American University in Beirut. So we developed real uh, real uh, uh, connections, and um, and I think it was one of the reasons why also the American University in Beirut um, um, thought, you know, this is a, a real existing uh, partnership and maybe there's something more even to explore with the Graduate Center in itself. I think uh, uh, President Jace Robinson and Provost Joy Connolly also are big supporters of this, so personal connections they have and people on the Foundation Board. But yes, we will have a really ongoing an exchange uh, to faculty members, to students just went to a conference. Actually, they are there right now, I think. Um, we uh, will host a conference towards an Arab dramaturgy this September and um, we will help them to develop also a publishing line, and we also want to learn from them, you know, what solutions do they come to, what place to work, how do they work with neighborhoods, with communities, and um, and how does a university uh, like this one function in in, in in the town it is situated in. We also, and the Siegel Center, I think, was very instrumental in this developed a relationship with the Shanghai Theatre University. We host many visiting scholars at any given time, we have between 10, 15, or between 5 and 10 visitors who, uh, research scholars, who would like to come to New York, whether they are from China or from Iran, from Turkey or Taiwan, from uh, Germany, Belgium. Almost every country people come to want to come to New York Research know that we do this. It's also free. We help them to get a visa, provide a space in the library, in our offices. And these are uh, masters, uh, researchers in their field. They make sure they meet our students and faculty, and they come to our programs. Uh, The events we do each Mondays, uh, which engage in discussion with theater artists and researchers. So uh, out of this, we had uh, one of the first uh, Chinese uh, visitors actually was a a guy and he was talking about documentary theater and uh, what, what happened in Germany in the 50s and 60s and here. And I said, you know, this is really interesting. What do your colleagues say? What do they research about this theater? And I said, what do you mean? I'm the only one in China who is uh, interested in that, on his writing, because we have no idea. We don't have any books yet. You know, we mostly study t- traditional Chinese theater. So this is an o- opening for us, uh, and I understood how significant that actually is. What we do and what also the Graduate Center offers as a big house, we couldn't of course not do that as with ourselves as a as a center. It's also um, so we have um, now also a relationship with the Shanghai Theatre University. We created the Marvin Carlson Center.
0: It's Marvin's big. Uh, Mentor and big figure here at the Siegel Theater. The Siegel
1: Theater. He is a faculty member, um, as I am, but he is a real teaching faculty member, um, as was other was Peter Ackersall, who also um, teaches there, or uh, Jean Graham Jones, or David Zephyr. But Marvin is a scholar in the Arab world. We. Published plays from 12th century Egyptian published plays were rediscovered, we uh, the Jalila Bakar books and many many others, books on Arab Oedipus, Arab Hamlets, versions of Western mythical stories which are adapted in the Arab world and uh, and they found solutions for their towns, for their times, for their decades and for their current political situations. Fascinating work. So we have. Um, um, and now at Carlson Center uh, in uh, Shanghai Theatre Academy, which officially was opened last last fall, and CUNY students, our students will go each fall and semester go and teach. They are developing, perhaps if it works out, they are still under uh, consideration a track on Western theatre where students each year from the Shanghai Theatre Academy will come to CUNY, will uh, have special design classes. Our students here will go back, and he shows like a, a beginning of a dialogue, which is significant. Uh, country that uh, um, is part of the future and I think we have a real engagement and so all the place we then have and the things we do here what we think about freedom of speech and of right but also being respectful to to the countries and places they come from whether it's the Arab world or or um, Asian Asian countries who also um, hopefully is a, is a symbol or a model for an engagement of, of cultural art research academic rigorous thinking and uh, and a celebration of life
0: so we we do it's, that's amazing so you go we- west and you go east and you yourself are originally from germany and so you know, peter's from australia and i i don't know about the other faculty members but it's an international faculty uh, Perspective to begin with, but there is a Ph.D. program here in theater, and we didn't really outright say it. And you're, you've been a member of the faculty since 2009. Uh, that too is distinguishing of the Siegel Center because it's situated in a in a building that educates students um, at the doctoral level, really rigorous research. So not only are you uh, providing a a platform for people to come here from around the world and to read and to to uh profile their plays but you're also and you're a publisher uh and you're looking at uh theater the writing of theater the staging of theater from a academic perspective as a scholar and and in performance as well um it's just truly exceptional. And then you have this in and out of visiting scholars and students coming in here, leaving here, gaining insights and knowledge and experiencing American, an American institution that clearly has got a public, out-facing, international perspective. Um, I think it's really a credit, credit to you, Frank, for all you have done, including these other festivals, which include the annual Fall Prelude Festival, which is over three days, uh, that a lot of people get very excited about, and also the New York City Theater and Performance uh, th- of uh, Festival, that it's about prelude, and then and then the sequel film festival on theater and performance so you've done just talk about the mm-hmm. the scope of all of that yeah. for a
1: moment um we feel um uh, very um, strongly to have a real connection also to the New York theater scene theater artists who um engage also as we think in a global um, um in a global context and are not uh, uh, part of the commercial theater which also is a beautiful um, a great uh, field but still a place you know that I put on and in a in a commercial sense are very different by nature than you would uh, have if it's, you know, like a subsidized model. Like in Europe, where cities cu- or countries pay 80 to 90% of the entire cost for theater. Um, it's a little bit like a bookstore where we say we would just get the uh, top bestsellers, the top 10 books you can buy here, but uh, not all the others. And we look at the small ones, at the poetry books, at the young people who one day might write a bestseller who come. This Prelude Festival is significant actually in the New York theater scene. It's the only festival for New York theater artists um, and it's being uh, watched. It's curated with people uh, who we select and choose from the outside of the theater world. We don't want to be... uh, the the white men on the mountain who bring light to the natives on the contrary we want to learn um, from the New York theater scene so we always have young curators often also first time they become curators and went on to do do great things that come bring things together combined with discussions with studio visits um, uh, uh, um, panels focusing on um, what uh, is on the minds of the theater so it's would be the same if you would go to Paris and you would say for three days work and development of the most significant uh, uh, avant-garde or experimental uh, theater companies. And I think we've been respected as one of the in, in big festivals or as support important festivals. Even so, we are very tiny space and in a way we don't even have our own theater. The Siegel Center Theater is shared by 30 PhD programs and 30 centers who everybody can come and book it. Um, We also created the only film and theater festival um, in the world where we have screenings of theater artists who create work for the screen, whether it's television, film... Or a video, not just film performances by people who engage uh, with this new medium, this new hybrid form that becomes more and more important. Yeah, didn't VR. you
0: screen over forty films last year, yeah, as yeah. an
1: example. Yeah, for three three years now, we have over thirty or forty uh, uh, films, again from all around the world, following our pen model, whether it's from Cambodia or or from um, Puerto Rico, from uh, uh, Lebanon to uh, to uh, to China. Or, Taiwan, as things you don't really see, and documentaries about theater artists and theater work. So uh, I think also it's a real contribution to an emerging field. I think we are a bit on the avant-garde here soon. I think it will be much uh, m- much more attention um, paid to that. But so as a very small um, organization, and I'm at the, moment, the only full-time person at the Siegel Center, it is remarkable what we do. Uh, with the help of our interns, assistants, also the new collaboration with PhD students who we engage to collaborate with, and our faculty who contributes and gives ideas, supports us, and of course being here in this fantastic uh, uh, graduate center where 30 PhD programs are on each floor, and uh, people talk to each other, discussions, programs everywhere, it's like a bustling uh, beehive in the middle of the town, and uh, I think also it's a it is one of the reasons why people like to come to us that there is an, a unique atmosphere of learning experiencing but also learning by doing something or seeing something so we really care about artists we always have a performance part whatever we do in discussion so i think um, it is a, a, a great symbiosis between the grad center the Siegel center and hopefully also for the city of new york and many people do say as we are unique there's nothing like what we have here uh, in in the americas or in europe on asia and people actually look to this place
0: well before we go i just want to give you a shout out because you were ahead of the curve last year you honored women in theater Mm -hmm. that was a really big uh, event and so you were ahead of the curve on me too you were reaching out and acknowledging women, you're a true feminist, and why don't you talk about how you came to that uh, idea about honoring women in
1: theater. Yeah, we feel, as I said before, very strongly that we have everybody um, represented, you know, who lives in the town, who does work, and um, And, of course, next to Asian American, Latin American, Latino American, um, African American communities, which we also represent. Of course, it is a fact that theater work is done by men and women. If you look at numbers, uh, it is shocking that actually uh, the the number of women in artistic directorship or directors itself is going down. uh, We all wish it didn't have to be like this, and we don't have to pay attention to it, but I feel very strongly that we have to encourage uh, voices uh, from uh, women who uh, uh, do extraordinary work. We just had yesterday uh, a Romanian playwright. She played four Roma women uh, mm. uh, on uh, on stage. It was probably the first time ever a play in New York stages about Roma and women and, and their, uh, their relationship to their own community and the world. She was one of the awardees av- who didn't get the full nomination, but I learned her about her throwing that uh, award ceremony with the League of Professional Women for Theatre who honor women around the world, and I helped to create that prize, actually, which I consider the Nobel Prize for women who work in theatre. It's very hard for everybody to make it in theatre, to do meaningful work. If you're a woman, it is much, much harder, and you have to be double as good, and it's not fair, it's not right, and uh, if there is, I believe, strongly hope for the future, it will be women, and it will be uh, an engagement um, um, from um, from them and a better one and it will be a sign and a symbol why the society is moving forward in progressive justice so we have to do everything to support it so this is our contribution and also the work is just uh, also um, stunning it's unique it's actually different uh, of it in, in the approaches and we need to see uh, more of it and uh, it is an honor for us to host uh, which we did an event for the third time uh, with I think over 20 best women artists from around the world, whether they're dramaturgs, playwrights, or directors, and uh, that they feel at home in our space at the Siegel Center or in the Credit Center CUNY.
0: Frank, I want to thank you for being here today.
1: Well, thank you so much. It's a big honor, and uh, and I know you have followed our work also with interest, and it also means really a lot to me that you think highly of our work and uh, see also the, the, the larger picture, the context in which we do work. So thank you very much. It means a lot to us to have you on our side.
0: Thanks for tuning in to The Thought Project, and thanks to our guest, Frank Hincher. <laughs> The Thought Project was produced in partnership with CUNY TV, located at the Graduate Center in the heart of New York City, with production, engineering, and technical assistance by Sarah Fishman and Jack Horowitz. I'm Tanya Domi. Tune in next week.